Hey, what's going on? It's Instructor Mike. All right, uh, welcome back to another episode of Family Matters with Instructor Mike. I am again your host, Instructor Mike. <laughs> I think I said Instructor Mike like five times. I don't know how many times. Um, please make sure you go over to my YouTube page, uh, Family Matters with Instructor Mike, and uh, you know, like and subscribe. Also, if you have children, uh, I do have children's books as well. You can check them out at Mike Brown's Books. Dot com Mike Brown's books all one word dot com you can also go over to that YouTube page author Mike and friends not Arthur but author <laughs> author Mike and friends I've uploaded my videos for free right the videos of the books and stuff like that so you can watch that over and over again and get those wonderful lessons from uh, some of the books that I have made into videos more to come all right let's dive into it so what am I gonna talk about today um I was listening to uh, a series, or not a series, but a a segment from the lead attorney, lead attorney on uh, uh, YouTube, okay, you can go over to his YouTube channel and follow him, (coughs) he offers some amazing advice, and so it was about uh, my wife or girlfriend or lady friend, whatever the case may be, you know, wants kids, but I don't. And um, the advice that he was giving is more so what we're going to talk about uh, today, you know, because it was very, very, very sound advice. You know, you should create kids because you want the child, right? You should create kids. I mean, who, who am I to make this? suggestion, right? I'm just an abused child advocate. What do I mean abused child advocate? I understand what it's like to be an abused child. I've been that. I understand what it's like to be slightly neglected in certain ways, not like others. Every person's trauma and struggle is different, but I understand uh, what that's like and I've survived those things. Now, having survived those things doesn't mean that I am doing it right. (laughs) That doesn't mean that I'm doing it right. You know, you can survive things and come out okay, get a job, get your own house, get a car and all that stuff. And then you really don't find out that you still have way, 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 way more to learn until you start working the business of family. Until you start working the business of family, then you start seeing what skills you have and don't have what the other person will allow and won't allow. You know, I say this, parenting is the, parenting, (laughs) funny, we're going to get back to that. I'm not going to digress, but I got to say this. And those of you all who follow me, you know that as things come to mind, that's when I say them. uh, And then I get back to my point. But parenting and policing have four things in common. One, you know, um, they love their authority. That's true. Two, There are areas that are in great need of reform and parents and policing uh, don't always agree that those areas are in need of reform, right? Three, parents and police hate their authority to be challenged. And four, if their authority is challenged and they're wrong, nine times out of 10, they will use that authority against you to establish positional dominance. In other words, You may be right, but I can still lock you up. You may be right, but I can still chastise you and beat you because overall I have control. 
whether it be statutory control, whatever the case may be. Uh, and that's sad. That's very sad. But let's get back to it. When we're talking about having children, you know, I wrote a book called Why Do Grownups Have Babies, right? And I'm going to try to recite that as much as I can from my mind because uh, I'm, you know, operating a vehicle and talking to you all at the same time. So, you know, but why do grownups have babies? It's like a meteorite and a crater. What I don't teach you now, life will teach you later. People talk choices and easily ignore that choices have motivators. So let's explore. You know, I think I was saying things along the lines of, you know, um, no education is required to be a parent. Just biology, proxemics, and be physically inspired. In other words, both bodies of both partners got to work. You got to be close and you just got to be triggered you know, to make the penis hard or make the uh, vagina wet, if that's even a necessity, you know, um, you you see what I'm saying. And so there are different ways that, or different reasons that people have babies. Some have them for legacy, you know, to pass things down, to keep the family crest going, to keep the family lineage, ancestral lineage going. You know, those are some other ways traditionally that people have kids, you know, then there's (laughs) for love dot 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 you know what ellipses mean right then you know some can say for joy like the smell of a fresh freshly washed baby boy and then for comfort some people have children for comfort right some people have children because they don't have family you know so they want to create a family because family does matter family absolutely matters my god family matters that's the that's the topic or that's the um name of this podcast family matters with instructor mike name of my youtube channel family matters if you understand maslow's hierarchy of needs you know that family matters you know um and typically when people have children some people have children for different reasons and you don't find those reasons out until sometimes later on in life i mean granted you're supposed to find that out in the beginning if you were taught how to do your analysis of that person that you're seeking to have children with and even the analysis of yourself as to why you want to have children or the reasons you want to have children you know some want to have children because children get you extra money you you see what i'm saying right now we're in the midst of a hotly contested political debate in the wake of the Buffalo, New York shootings uh, in Buffalo, New York, but especially in the wake of the Uvalde, Texas, Robb Elementary shootings where 19 children were killed and two adults were killed at an elementary school by an active shooter, right? And so being in the midst of that, there's all this talk about guns, 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 and the focus on the children. The focus on the children, because the conversation tends to shift when we tend to focus on children and wanting to protect children. Everybody who has a conscience, who has, you know, the ability to want to protect children, regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, you know. But uh, when they're uh, talking about protecting children as it relates to firearms, there's all this talk about the gun, 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 gun. But there is no talk. No talk whatsoever about the things that cause the family breakdown. The things that cause the family breakdown. 
you know? And if you look at things by politics, like I said, those of you all who follow me, you know I'm not Republican or Democrat. I'm not conservative or liberal. I'm an independent, you know, conservative on some things, liberal on some things. It just depends on the issue. If I were a Supreme Court justice, I guess I would be called a swing justice. It just depends, right? But neither here nor there. I will say that there is no focus on the family. There is no focus on the socioeconomic uh, situations that breed candidates for criminal behavior. That doesn't mean that every person that undergoes or faces a socioeconomic issue will automatically feline straight to crime. But without a focus on the family, without a focus on you know, okay, yes, there are those who are the less fortunate, but we don't talk about them, you know, at least not in their face, because everybody's going to talk, What what's realistic, right, everybody's going to talk about somebody, everybody's going to talk about somebody, but realistically, right, we're not going to talk about them to their face, we're not going to bully them, we're not going to treat them bad, everybody has a right to life, everybody has a right, you know, um, in certain cases, we could argue that, but everybody has a right to live. You may not agree with their choices, but as an advocate of human rights, I agree and support your right to be alive, to make those choices. You suffer the consequences of those choices. Those choices do have motivators, but that doesn't mean you should be divested of your life in arguably 98% of the context, you know? Um, and so... It, without there being a focus on the family and without there being, you know, types of initiatives and disincentivizers, if that is a word, uh, to just haphazardly just creating children, you know, without there being a focus on the family, you, we, we, we end up at questions like this, you know, why, why, why did I have children? Why did I have children? You know? I have to say that personally for myself, uh, I'm on one of these roads that I hope you all don't hear the noise in this, but I'm going to still push through. Um, I happen to say this as a 40 year old man, having children was one of the most irresponsible things that I have ever done in my life. Now, I know some of you all hearing this, if not most of you all hearing this may be taken aback hearing what I just said. And that's fine. You're entitled to your opinion, but allow me to explain. Indulge me in my explanation. Me having children was one of the most irresponsible things that I have ever done in my life. And that has nothing to do with the life my children have. That has nothing to do with uh, the, the beauty that is their life. My children are wonderfully talented. They're not perfect. No children are. No child is. But uh, they are wonderfully talented. But me having children, very irresponsible. And here's why. Parenting is the one profession that I will argue that anyone can do and anyone can be simply, I don't want to say do, but anyone can be simply because you can create it. It's like, just because you can have sex and science does what it does and you create a child, you are a parent. You are mom. You are dad. 
It is the one profession where it requires no LEO. And I know LEO, you all think that means law enforcement officer. No, but it's the one profession where it has no licensure. It doesn't have evaluation and there is no oversight. No licensure, no evaluation, no oversight. Well, Mike, I know how to be a parent. I don't need any of those things. Fine, that's you. But let's look at it as it relates to another profession that is equally relatable. Teacher. Teacher. Yes, you may know about a subject matter. Yes, you may know how to teach it very well. But can you just go in any school and just start teaching? No. Or maybe at the college level, you might be able to. But even then, there are still some qualifications, right? But at the grammar school and high school level, what is required? A license to be a teacher. What is required to teach certain subjects? Endorsement. There is licensure. There is evaluation. Please believe it that as a teacher, the superintendent is going to come in and their representatives, they are going to come in sometimes while you're in the middle of your class and they are going to evaluate what you are teaching, how you are teaching, how the students respond and your outcomes, your effectiveness as a teacher. You don't get to remain being a teacher simply because you have self-proclaimed yourself to be a teacher or a professor. Your outcomes are what's being measured. What the students actually know is what's being measured. What they have achieved is what's being measured. And we can arguably say this is not in all schools, but you get my point. And then there is oversight. Evaluation of your credentials to be licensed. Evaluation of your uh, uh, teaching ability and your continuous uh, uh, journeymanship, if you will, of exercising what you know and what you've learned. Arguably, there is continuing education that teachers must engage in in order to maintain licensure right and then oversight do something in some of these schools that's not according to their curriculum or the outcomes that the school would like to see and you might not remain a teacher at that particular school if not even remaining a teacher for that long and so when we look at that and then get back to parenting right If I were to self-evaluate, I had to look back into my childhood and my adolescence and then look into my young adulthood and say to myself, was I really prepared to be a father? Was I qualified to be a father? See, you have to be qualified as a father before you're someone's father, a husband before you're someone's husband, a mother before you're someone's mother, a wife before you're someone's wife, you know? And when I begin to look at myself, I begin to look at 
what did I see was the rubric or the or the checklist for success in being a father the checklist of success in being a husband I hate to say it but I'm going to go according to you know some of the things that I have observed in black culture it's the culture I you know am assigned to um within black culture nowadays we're not going to say the whole of black culture because then there's generational uh standards or maybe even the lack thereof but when you look at it right what is assessed to be what makes you a success well let's start with you got a job right you got your own place you got your own car you're making some money you know uh you you got manners and a quote good head on your shoulders you know in quote <laughs> you know you got all of these things you know you dress nice you got personality about you oh and and, and best yet your dick has to work <laughs> oh god it's got to work cuz as a sperm coming out right and so if all of these things are there and then the other person whom you you know seek to have children with or just find yourself having children with they're not properly taught from home about themselves and securing themselves and all the skills that you need to have and you know what you need to analyze that your partner has and stuff like that you know if if she ain't checking for it and you ain't bringing it then you don't know that you're not prepared for it and you have no helpmate that can help you realize you're not ready you're not ready and so what did i do i got married at the young tender age of 20 and here i am 20 years later what the fuck was i doing oh my gentle jesus what was i doing but i had no one in my family to tell me that i had no one in my family to tell me that i had no friends or friends of the family or associate i had no one to tell me that and when you are a child of trauma <laughs> you can't wait to be independent I'm independent. I can do it on my own. I don't need your help. I don't need your this. I don't need your that. You can't tell me this. Huh. Last time I trusted a person, blah 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 blah. This happened. That happened. That happened. This happened. Huh. You can't tell me that is no way to go about it in life. Actually, that's a fool's move. Why do I say that's a fool's move? Because there are things that other people have experienced in life And if you will allow them the opportunity to be able to bless you with their knowledge, they can tell you what you need to know that can save you, provided you employ what they tell you. And if it's sound advice, they can save you from going down a road of destruction. And so children are amazing, but children are something because children can bring out traumas that you thought you stopped. that you thought you hit that you think you're running away from I can't tell you how many times I've said and have heard people say huh shit when I get older and I get to you know be on my own and do my own thing uh psh, I'm not going to do what you did I'm not going to say the things you said I'm not going yes you are the more you tell yourself that you're not going to do it you don't know any different but the thing is you won't have ears for it and you won't have eyes for it because you've taught yourself to believe the lie that you won't 
do what they did. You said it over and over and over and over and over and over again to where that became your subjective truth. That became your marching orders. That became your, but that's not the reality. It's like sometimes you won't recognize it until you get older. So why do I say me having children was the most irresponsible thing that I did because I'm not qualified to be anybody's. Well, now I am, sure. If I decided to have children, well, I do have two young ones. I have two older ones and two young ones. And, you know, my two older ones, uh, that's a heck of a road. That's a heck of a road because you really, really, really need to be qualified to teach ahead of your children. Teach ahead of your children. Like, Understand what they're about to go through. Understand how to teach them. Understand the levels of learning that they may be at. Understand how to assess how they learn so you can teach lessons better. Parenting is a very unqualified position that anyone can be in just because of biology and science. And so with that type of understanding that you can be it simply because you can create it, that is where it it calls upon the parents to be responsible and to teach their children that though you may be a single mom, this is not what's hot. Though you may be a a single dad, if applicable, this is not what's hot. Yes, I am taking care of you by myself. Don't praise this shit. This is not what's hot. Let me tell you where I've failed so you can fail a little bit less. Let me tell you the lessons that I've learned from this. Let me not take out on you how hard it is to parent you. Let me not take out on you the fact that I got to work two and three and four jobs just to make ends meet. And you better appreciate me because of how hard I have to work for you. How hard I have to work. These children didn't ask to be here. And quiet is kept. You didn't plan for them to be here, but you support life and you brought them here. Or you're lying about your trauma that psychologically you need them for your own self-esteem. See, that's the thing too. Some people are not honest about that. That psychologically, some people have children for their own self-esteem. I need someone to love. I need someone to like me. I need someone to value me. I need someone to praise me, to make me feel good. And who better to do it than my own children? I need that. I need that. That's psychologically damaging. And I feel for abused children. I feel for the... And you may not feel that you're an abused child. I'll end with this. You may not feel that you are an abused child. You may feel like, I don't know what you're talking about. I have my wife. I have my husband, we have children, we live in a blah, 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 blah house, we got, you know, going trips, we do this, we do that, cool, cool story, cool story, I love it, what skills are you teaching your children, what skills do you have to impart within them that increase their value? my children have worth simply because they exist, yes, that's now. Later, that value system and that assessment changes. And so I don't want to create a situation where you're like, oh my God, because I have no skills, I am worthless. But that's the society that we live in. 
as Kevin Samuels said and other people have said too, the world does not owe you understanding. It doesn't owe you understanding. Only you believe it owes you understanding. It does not owe you understanding. You can ask for people to understand you. And if they choose to, sure, that's great. But they don't owe you understanding. They don't owe you that. And so I'm saying that to say this. Those of you who are helicopter parents who just do for your children and don't teach them, you are doing them a disservice. You are doing them a disservice. Don't just do for your children. Teach them how to do for themselves. Constantly monitor them. Constantly evaluate them. Constantly test them to make sure they know how to do. Constantly test them to make sure they know how to do. So that way when they have the confidence to go out there in the world where you will not be around them when they have to make the decisions that they are going to make. That they are ready to actually tackle on the issues that are coming their way. I often refer to home economics. Home economics. If you don't know what home economics is, it is now called family and consumer sciences. I urge you, I pray, I hope, I beg, I plead, put your children through a home economics curriculum. Put your children through a home economics curriculum. Please. This is so important. They need to understand the home economics and family and consumer sciences curriculum. And because I did not have those skills, right? It makes it easy for a person, you know, for the mother of your children or the father of your children or whatever to talk about you in a way that may sound like they're putting you down, but you got to ask yourself the question, is it true? Is it true that I don't know how to cook and should I know how to cook? Yes. Is it true that I don't understand money management? Yes. Should I understand it? Yes. Is it true that I don't understand budgeting? Yes. Should I understand it? Yes. Is it true that I don't understand home design and makeup of the home and how to how to even make up a home? Yes. Well, should I understand that? Yes. Even as a man, I should understand that. Why? I need to make my own home for myself. If my wife can't do it or she's sick, provided I have a wife, but if my wife can't do it and she's sick, can I step in as her partner and help her get things done while she's resting up? Yes. Would that increase my value as a person? Yes. Because that makes me valuable to the group, useful to the group. I'm, I'm, I'm so sick of this curricula that teaches you have value simply because you exist. If we're talking about the value of the the intrinsic value that is your life, yes, your liberty, yes, your pursuit of that which is happiness, yes. But in society, in this world, in family, in business how are you useful 
Because if we're just going to go around and tell humans that you are useful just because you exist and you have value just because you exist, sounds good until war. Sounds good until your basic needs need to be fulfilled. Then it's, okay, cool. Mom, you have the title of mom. Can you feed me? Will you feed me? Can you clothe me? Will you clothe me? Are you resourceful? What use are you to me if you just hold the title but don't have the skills to be able to effectively carry out the duties of that title? But according to certain people in their curricula, you have value simply because you exist. How realistic is that? How realistic is that? So I urge you, get your children in a home economics course or even learn the tenets of home economics and begin to teach them, continuously teach them because I'm telling you, it will pay dividends. It will pay off when they become adults. I relate it to my previous childhood experience of the black culture as I've seen it when I was growing up in the 80s and 90s and what was the worth of a of a boy or a man sure you got a job you got a house you got a car you must be doing things right well yeah that could be professional professionally I could be great at what I do musician firearms instructor you know criminal justice lecturer all that stuff but that's your 9 to 5 What about 5.01 p.m. to 8.59 a.m.? What about that? What about that? Will you be successful there? And that's where a percentage of parents have failed their children. They have failed their children. They have not taught them anything or very, they have not taught them a lot about life. And you end up finding out like Kanye West did in his 40s about the truth of his mom and his dad and how they were and how his mom separated him from his dad all the skills his dad could have taught him provided he knew if there is no focus on the family (laughs) you're not going to stop active shootings you're going to continuously create babies and think that you're going to be good at this job of parenting only to find out that when your children get older their learning and their direction and their motivation and their attention may change they may push back on you and you're like what to do what to do teachers don't do what to do what to do teachers know what to do they know how to do and they also know how to let go too I know this was a lot. Some would call it diatribe. I hope you find value in this conversation. I hope you find value in this podcast. This is Instructor Mike and you've been trained. Take care.